0: Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast for developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in couples counseling. If you want more love and less conflicts, I have an app for that called Keep the Glow. Download it wherever you get your apps and start with two weeks free. Today I'm gonna talk about six reasons to address the walls in your heart toward your partner. So what's a wall? A wall is something that we build inside of ourselves in response to hurt. And we can get hurt in relationships in all sorts of ways. Maybe your partners hurt your feelings. Maybe they've offended you. Maybe you felt disrespected. Maybe your needs aren't met. For whatever reason your partner has probably done something through the years that's made them seem unsafe so what we do in reaction to that is we build walls metaphorical walls but we have these walls in our heart that we construct to stay safe so maybe part of that wall is we withdraw or we don't share as much or we pull back physically or we're just not quite as vulnerable walls make us retreat. So just like in any interaction, if you think about a war, people erect walls for protection. So they're not as exposed. They're not as vulnerable. They're not at risk as much when they have a wall to protect them. And we do this emotionally in our relationships all the time. So the question is, how many walls do you have in your heart toward your partner? Or another way to think about it is how thick is the wall you have in your heart toward your partner? Is it an inch thick? Is it six inches thick? Is it three feet thick? Most likely, if you haven't done an ongoing maintenance on your resentments in your relationship, you probably have some walls. So again, today I'm gonna talk about six reasons to address those walls toward your partner. The first one is that everything else follows your heart. If you have walls in your heart toward your partner, you're not gonna wanna go on dates with them you're not gonna to wanna to cultivate emotional intimacy with them. You're not gonna wanna have sex with them because you have walls in your heart toward them. It's gonna block everything else in your relationship because it's hard to cultivate any kind of connection with someone we have walls toward. The second reason is it's gonna keep you stuck for years. Walls don't just go away on their own. What happens when we have a wall is we get used to that wall and then it just stays there and we learn to work around that wall. But the wall doesn't go away. And a lot of people, because we don't know how to address resentments, or maybe our partner isn't open to discussing the resentments, we don't know what else to do with it, so that wall remains. It stays there in our heart. It's a fortress around our soul. And it can stay there for years and years if we don't address it, if we don't hit it head on, if we don't process through it and try to heal that wall, it will stay there indefinitely because walls are there for your protection, and so they're not gonna just automatically, spontaneously disappear. So if you have walls, most likely, they're gonna be there long term unless you do something about it. Number three, walls are gonna make you lonely. When we're constructing walls and protecting ourselves, we're walling off our intimacy physically, we're walling off intimacy emotionally, we're pulling back, That's done out of self-protection, but what happens when you're the one constructing those walls is now you're all alone. Because when you have walls in your heart toward your partner, you're guarding yourself. You're not fully present. You're not fully exposing all that you are, and that means you're not really being you. And that's a very lonely existence to feel like part of me is in this relationship, but part of me is not in this relationship because... That part of me that isn't is behind a wall because I'm protecting myself. I'm trying to stay safe, and that creates loneliness. That creates this feeling that I'm in this by myself. My partner really doesn't know me. I might desire closer connection, but it's too risky. It's too scary because I have walls to protect myself. I can't get around the walls to connect. Therefore, even though it's to protect myself, I'm all alone. So that's a real lonely experience in a relationship is to have walls. The fourth reason you want to address your walls is they will get worse with time. So walls don't gradually disappear with time. Actually, they get worse with time because what happens is these walls get entrenched and then we just kind of accept those walls and then we create new dysfunctional normals in our relationship. Well, I guess I just won't talk to her about that topic. I guess we just won't cuddle anymore because I just don't feel safe. Or I guess we just won't have sex very often anymore because that's too vulnerable. We create these rules because of the walls and then we get used to them. We adjust to these new abnormal dysfunctional normals in our relationship. And so in that way, these walls get worse with time because we learn to just interact with them, interact with these walls. We learn to interact with our partner in different ways because of the walls and it becomes our new normal. And you don't want that to become your normal. It's very dysfunctional. Number five, it's unfair to the relationship. If you have walls in your heart toward your partner, your partner may or may not know you have walls. And your relationship will not be healthy with walls. And so it's unfair to the relationship because no relationship is going to succeed and thrive when there's active walls going on. So if you haven't brought up your walls, if you haven't tried to work through those walls, if you haven't tried to talk to your partner about those walls to receive healing and resolution on those walls, then the walls are just going to get worse with time and it's unfair to that relationship because the relationship only has hope of getting better if you address the walls. So in that way, if you're holding on to those walls, you're keeping those walls, you're protecting the walls, you're getting adjusted to those walls, It's really unfair to the relationship because the relationship has no hope of healing and improving. Number six, the sixth reason to adjust the walls in your heart, is this going to increase your affair risk? Because if you have all these walls in your heart toward your partner, you're walling yourself off from real connection to them, and that makes you vulnerable to getting that connection met somewhere else. So let's say you're walled off emotionally toward your partner because you've learned it's not safe to be emotionally open toward your partner. And now you're lonely, and now you're vulnerable to getting that need met somewhere else to start outsourcing. As a reminder, it's always a choice to cheat. No matter how unhappy you are, no matter how lonely you are, no matter what your partner is doing, it's always a choice to cheat. You never can blame your partner on cheating because it's a choice. However, the climate in the relationship that might make you tempted to cheat is often both partners' fault on some level. So if you're walling off, and you're not addressing those walls, it does increase your affair risk, your temptation, your susceptibility to want to outsource somewhere else. Maybe you've walled off sexually, and now you're lonely sexually, and now you're tempted to outsource sexually somewhere else because we're all wired for connection. We're all wired for closeness. We're all wired for intimacy, emotionally and physically. But if we're walling off toward our partner, we're not going to be able to have those needs met in our marriage, and that does increase our susceptibility to get those needs met somewhere else. And so that is another risk factor if you're holding on to walls. So what do you do? What do you do if you have walls in your heart toward your partner? Well, the first thing you wanna do is tell your partner you have walls. Tell them, say to them, I have some deep-seated walls in my heart toward you that we need to work through. Because if we don't work through these walls, our level of intimacy, emotionally and physically, it's just not gonna be there. It's not gonna be whole. It's not gonna be complete. We're not gonna experience oneness and intimacy on any level as long as there's walls. And guess what, they may have walls toward you. You have to also ask your partner on a regular basis, do you have any walls toward me? How thick are your walls? What are those walls about? So this is something I've gone through in my own marriage. So as I've shared before, my wife and I got started off on the wrong foot in marriage. My wife had a lot of sexual trauma in her upbringing that was dormant. And that trauma didn't surface until we got married. And the way it surfaced is that my wife wanted nothing to do with me sexually for long periods of time. And I was just starting graduate school. I didn't know how to respond properly to that kind of trigger, that kind of trauma in my partner. And so instead of being understanding and compassionate, I responded with anger because I felt so rejected. The more I responded with anger to her sexual rejection, the more she built walls. The more she built walls and pulled away from me, the more rejected I felt, the more angry I became, the more walls she built. So we finally had a breakdown after this pattern for years in our relationship, and we started seeing trauma specialist therapists, and we saw a therapist for around five years to work through all that trauma because her trauma then created trauma for me, that chronic rejection over years and years and years. And so I got in the habit during that phase in our relationship where I would ask her, what walls do you have toward me? How are your walls? What do we need to talk about? What resentments are you having toward me? And then if she would say, yes, I have some walls toward you, then I would say, I'm all ears, but please use the Reunite tool. Now, if you've listened to me for a while, you've heard me talk about the Reunite tool. The Reunite tool is a conflict resolution tool I've designed for couples to work through walls, to work through resentments. If you don't know about that tool, you can Google it. Reunite tool, you'll see the article at the top. Master that article, master that tool. If you need help, send me an email and I can set you up with one of my coaches. You can also go to my website, drwyattfisher.com and click on coaching because a lot of couples need help with how to implement the Reunite tool. It's not easy, but it's transformational. And so I went through this in my own marriage, or again, we went through years where I would be asking my wife, what walls do you have? What resentments do you have? What iceberg do you have toward me? Because it was an iceberg. It was cold as ice in our relationship for years. And no kidding, every week she would have a new wall. And those walls were from her traumatic upbringing combined with my negative reaction toward her trauma. So it was mixed together. And so I would have to listen to these resentments she had toward me. But again, I would ask her, please use the Reunite tool. Because the Reunite tool keeps it emotionally safe so that I wouldn't feel attacked and I wouldn't get defensive, but I would respond with empathy and ownership and apology and amends. So I would highly recommend Get in the habit of asking your partner today, what walls do you have toward me? And what areas of your life have you walled off toward me because of something I've done, something I've said in the past? How have I hurt you? What resentments have I caused in you? How have you walled off for survival in our relationship? And then if your partner says, yes, I do have walls, then say, can we please read this article in the Reunite tool? And you address those areas of resentment one at a time using the reunite tool so those are six reasons to address walls in your relationship number one everything else follows your heart number two it will keep you stuck for years number three they will make you lonely number four they will get worse with time number five it's unfair to the relationship because the relationship can't get better when there's active walls and number six Walls increase your affair risk. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, click the five stars and leave a review. And be sure to subscribe for future episodes. And be sure to follow me on social. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at marriage underscore Dr. Wyatt. Remember, your marriage is alive. So if you want to nurture it and care for it, it will come back. It can happen, it will heal, but if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.